Hello and welcome to Russell Investments Market Week in Review for the week ending April 14th, 2023. I'm Zoe Wargans. I'll be your host today, and I'm joined by our Chief Investment Strategist, Eric Christopin. Hi, Eric. Zoe. Hi. Thanks for joining us oh, today. You Thrilled to have you here. Can we start, kick things off with CPI? Well, obviously, inflation, number one issue. Uh, we got a, a, a release this week. Core CPI is more of a problem than, than the headline CPI. Headline CPI, up, uh, CPI month on month was up like 0.1%. Mm-hmm. Core CPI up 0.4%. Um, year on year, I think it's 5% for CPI and 54 for uh, core CPI. Um, remember, the Fed's target's two. So that's, right. <laughs> that's it. But, it gives, it, but you, get some, you get some insight as to what's going on with inflation. And we've been saying this for a while, but, mm-hmm. you know, we reaffirmed again in, these, in this drop. Goods, things aren't the source of inflation anymore, right? When we first started our inflationary problem, that's where we're getting the inflation. Right. Where we're getting the inflation now is in that the stickier categories, namely services and shelter. The shelter's not that worrisome. Because if you look, there's been months now where rents, the new rents are actually a little bit higher than the old rents. And and in some cases, they're actually lower. So that's just a time thing, right? Eventually, Mm -hmm. you'll you'll be dividing, you know, the current number by a number that was much closer to it because they didn't go up very much month on month on month. So so we're pretty confident that one's kind of a self-correcting thing. The the one that isn't self-correcting is is the services side. Mm -hmm. And, And that's because those are wage intense you know, parts of the economy. And we still have wage pressure in the U.S. economy. The latest Atlanta wage tracker for March was 6.4%. Mm. That, that's way above the 2%. You know, yeah. there's other indications that you're seeing wages begin to mitigate in terms of the, 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 the rate at which they're going up. But if you look at the jobs numbers, right, we created a million jobs in the first quarter. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's a lot of jobs for an economy that was arguably already at full employment at mm-hmm. 3.6%. So unemployment rate dropped 3.5%. If you look at that hiring, it's all Almost all of it is in the services category, right? Or most of it. So the growth is in the services. It's in restaurants. There's probably a good reason to expect that a lot of that's catch-up hiring, where mm-hmm. you know these people weren't able to hire because the big firms were hiring so so right. r- rapidly. So that probably will begin to peter out. But until we take some of the heat out of the labor market, we're probably not going to see the progress in the inflation that we have. So you, so you put that all together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't change the picture a whole lot in terms of market <laughs> expectations, right? right. They're, they're still, you know, the market's still expecting the Fed to be treating inflation as enemy number one, Absolutely. recession enemy number two. Yeah. Speaking of the Fed, mm-hmm. uh, how are Fed rates coming along with this new information? Well, um, we're still expecting a 25 basis point rise. We, we saw the Fed minutes were released this week from the last meeting. Um, you know, where they tell you what they talked about, basically. Mm-hmm. It, 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 kind of an interesting read. Well, yeah. there's sometimes an interesting, sometimes not. This one was kind of interesting because the staff clearly felt that with the banking turmoil as yet another potential headwind for the economy, that a recession was likely to start at the end of this year, mm-hmm. 2023. Right. And yet the committee still voted to raise in, to raise right. interest rates. So, you know, I, 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 we have been saying, I've been saying personally for a very long time that people have to change their, their views as what a Fed mistake is, right? Most people have been conditioned over the last 30 years, myself included, right? Because we sure. haven't had inflation yeah. basically right. be, you know, before my career while. started. <laughs> I've been in the industry 40 years and that was, a, you know, inflation was a problem before that. Yeah. Um, so the, this idea that, you know, the Fed mistake is a recession, that is normally the case. It's not the case now. Mm-hmm. Right. They view not killing inflation as the mistake. 
they're willing They've said it countless times. They're willing yeah. to subject themselves to the U.S. economy to a recession if they can get infl that'll help them get inflation under control. Right. Um, their staff said they expected inflation. They still raised rates. I think that's a pretty good indication that they're very committed to, to killing off inflation. Yeah. And and I, we didn't see anything in the numbers that it changed our expectation that would they would raise again in early May. Whether they need to, arguable, probably not, but they, I think they do want to send the message to the market that they're serious about inflation. That certainly seems clear, given what we've been hearing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then let's, uh, let's wrap this up with earnings. Yeah. Well, we've talked a lot about a, ma a lot of macro stuff, yeah. a lot of monetary <laughs> policy, and more than I want to talk about um, uh, ever, uh, but, you know, in inflation. But, but I think the focus, the market focus is now going to be at least split a little between those big macro issues and, and some of the more micro, mm -hmm. and that's earnings. Yeah. Earnings estimates for the S&P 500 growth for the first quarter of this year um, are expected to be minus 6.8%. So, you know, we're going to start seeing earnings, you know, begin to deteriorate according to analysts' expectations. It is interesting to note that at the end of December, when you asked them what they thought the expectation was for the first quarter, it was minus 0.3%. So during the quarter, their expectations have gotten lower and lower and lower, and even recently they've gotten lower. So, so I think the reality is, you know, got Mike Wilson at Morgan Stanley saying that he expects a earnings recession. Um, so I think this is going to be a really interesting couple of weeks because, you know, we don't expect a lot of strength out of earnings in the U.S. of so the S&P 500. Um, but it'll be see it'll be interesting to see is it is it going to be as bad as expected? Because um, I think that might tell us a little bit more about what might be the path for the stock market for the next few months. Probably right. not for the entire year, but for the next few months. So I think earnings is going to be important because I think it's going to be a pretty big issue for 2023. Analysts do expect um, balance 2023 to have positive earnings of about 1.2%. But, you know, that's a right. weak front end and a strong back end. And sometimes those strong back ends, if the Fed staff is right, recession, you're probably not getting a super strong mm -hmm. back end uh, <laughs> earnings growth. So right. it, it, let's see how this all plays out. But we're going to start actually seeing real numbers here pretty much starting next week. Great. Okay, that's interesting. Thank you for that big picture take on things there, Eric. And as always, thank you so much for joining us. Your yeah. insights are second to none. And thanks to all of you for joining us for another Market Week in Review. Please tune in next week. <laughs>